If you're like me and you're torn between the love my body at any size movement and the, if I love my body, I need to make healthier choices to feel good too thought process, then you're in the right place. It's every day now that someone out there is telling us the next best thing on TikTok or Instagram ads are showing us another shortcut and it is exhausting. How about we heal our relationship with our bodies, exercise and food and give ourselves grace along the way. Let's do this together and celebrate the small stuff. Welcome to A Healthy Dose with Sadie Tolbert. I could start every podcast singing to you, but I won't unless you want me to. So the song that came to mind was about dreaming. Um, Talking today about sleep, um, is again another broad subject, but I promise we'll get more into details um, as we go, as I get more established, things like that. This first season is going to be these shorter ones, and then I'll move on to a little bit longer ones. And so um, talking about sleep and kind of more specifically, like getting into a good like sleep hygiene routine, um, I think that that is the best place to start because everybody has a different idea about sleep and it really is so individual to each person about what your body needs and sometimes what your body needs isn't what your brain wants like we seem to think that we you know want to get all of the sleep because the more sleep that we get the more rested we will feel and that's just not exactly true so we all know somebody that could sleep for, you know, 15 hours straight and they still wake up like a zombie, still wake up exhausted. And then other people, you know, you hear about these, these types of people that can sleep, live off of four hours of sleep and they're so energetic and so, you know, peppy. And it's just different. It's different body compositions, makeups, and how our brains processed rest. So as humans, we need rest. And that can come in a few different forms. Sleep is one that allows us to get into that deep brain wave. Uh, You know, I think it's the delta waves where you're just completely like unconscious. You don't know what's happening on the outside world. And then you move into that more, you know, alpha state when you're awake and moving around and all that stuff. And so um, getting to that sleep does not indicate that you are always going to be rested. So our bodies recover when we're sleeping. And if you are, if you have a lot to recover from, then you're not going to, you're going to need more sleep. You're not going to get as much rest because you're going to be so busy recovering. And then, you know, if you have a lot to digest in the middle of the night, your body's going to be busy digesting. So you're not going to be resting that body. You're going to be too busy focusing on all these other things. And if you live in a very you know, light sleeper type life, you know, where you wake up because you have a baby crying, or if you live, you know, in a dangerous area and you wake up to every little scratch, or if you have a lot of anxiety, then your body's just not going to get into that rest mode and you're going to live in that fight or flight spot response. And so a lot of different things to consider for different people. So for me to kind of go over all of the different sleep styles and like, you know, try to help you figure out exactly which one you are, um, I really feel like I have to focus and narrow in on some of these, you know, bedtime routines and, and, um, different things to try so that you could really narrow down and identify what kind of sleep you need and where you are at. And so, um, to begin with, you know, 
not everybody has the circadian rhythm like the sun. Not everybody is up when the sun's up and sleep when the sleep when the sun's gone. Uh, some people work night shift and some people are more creative at night and, and you know there's jet lag and there's all these different things. And so where are you at with your sleep patterns? If you would like to go to sleep when the sun goes down but you have so much to do at night and you are kind of forced to stay awake longer, that um, that's going to weigh in on your body. It's going to weigh in on how well you rest because you are like forcing yourself against what it's naturally trying to do. Um, but identify really what you want your sleep hours to be, or like when you think you want to get to bed. So at this point, you know, in your life, you've probably at least narrowed in a nice number that you feel good at. For me, it's seven hours. Um, I still stay in bed more than seven hours most times, but I know that I can function well on seven hours. So if I put that in my phone or in my alarm to go to bed at 10 and, you know, wake up seven hours later, like at 5 a.m., that I should be, you know, well rested. Now it's not always the case, but identify kind of, you know, like what you want to aim for. If you're like eight hours looks good, you know, seven hours looks good, then you can build your day around that. And if you try seven hours for a week and you feel like it's not enough, then bump it up by 15 minute increments or 30 minute increments, whatever the case may be. And if you're like, that's not possible, I'm going to have to live off of four hours of sleep because I have so much work to do, then this has, you just have to identify how important sleep is to you. If your sleep is causing you to not do your, your daily, you know, activities in a, a functioning manner that you want to be, then you need to prioritize sleep, like hands down. If you feel like, you know, you're, you're so sleepy at work that you are compromising what you need to be getting done, then I'm sorry, like some other things are going to have to be put back burner and sleep has to be priority. So that's the type of things that, you know, only you can identify with whoever, you know, uh, you work with or whoever's your accountability partner or your doctor or whatever the case may be. Um, but finding out, you know, when you sleep, if it's during nighttime or during daytime or whatever shift, and then kind of aiming for that certain amount of sleep. And then that, you know, that space right before going to bed, kind of that hour, half hour is when you will start to create your wind down routine. Some of these things are, you know, obvious. And some of these things are, you know, maybe things that you don't want to do or don't want to hear. Sorry for it. But I'm just telling you what is like, been able to help a lot of people. So number one is kind of what most people don't want to hear. And that's put down electronics and, you know, put away your phone and turn off the TV. Uh, maybe you could put on some mellow music, or maybe you can, um, change the lighting in your room. You can, instead of letting it be bright lights, you can turn on lamps or, you know, uh, create some mood lighting or Put on one of those like led lights with some purple or blue or you know a softer warmer color and it just it it indicates it's that first like light switch that tells your brain it's time to calm down and wind down and even if you still have some work to do like you're cleaning around the house or you have some like stuff that you need to get done you really are indicating that like hey body it's time to start winding down and get prepared for rest and so that's your your first clue Putting away electronics is just that additional stimulation that in that blue light, you know, all that stuff that we've all heard about and really allowing your body to um, lessen the stimulation that's going on that is lights and sounds and, and you know, 
all of the different things, you know, we swiping and all of that. Um, I am a little bit of a hypocrite with this because I do play with my phone until I go to bed, but it works for me. So if it works for you, go ahead and do it. I'm not going to sit here and barge into your house in the middle of the night and be like, how dare you? You're watching too many reels again. No, do what works for you. I'm just giving you some different things to try. So the next thing you want to do is start to identify what you want to complete at the end of each day. Maybe for you going to bed with a clean house is really important. Maybe for you, you are a, you know, bath at night type person, or you need to wash the day away in the shower. Maybe you have like a 15 step skincare routine that you really want to make sure that you get done every day. So what are your priorities at night? Like list them out, really figure them out. Do you feel relaxed when you do the skincare routine? Maybe you want to, um, spend some time stretching your body or like any of those different, uh, body modalities that really just bring you down to that, um, relaxed state. So maybe you have an acupressure mat or you want to roll out on a foam roller or things like that, just to kind of like let go of the day that's like being built up in your muscles and things like that. So if that, you know, resonates with you, I would not suggest doing any strenuous exercise, um, or anything that's going to require you to, uh, sweat. I was actually doing this home sauna right before bed. And, um, I read that heating your body up like that is actually not, uh, not good for your sleep. So I stopped doing it that late at night, but just identifying what, um, what works for you and what doesn't. And so some people really love the cold showers. I'll probably be talking about that one of these episodes. Um, so maybe the cold shower at night isn't the best because that's more to like kind of wake your body up, but maybe you want to do it at night because it's good for your skin. I don't know. So go through, um, the important things that you have identified in your routine and write all of those things down. Um, maybe you want to really focus on, you know, putting lotion on your feet at night or, um, you know, letting your feet soak in water or something like that. I'm just trying to think of like different things that I've heard or seen people do. Um, another thing that you can consider is a brain dump. Um, and that is just taking down a piece of paper or your journal or a calendar, your schedule. It doesn't have to be on pen and paper. It could be, you know, in your calendar on an app or whatever the case may be, and just get everything out of your brain that you know you need to remember for the next day or um, maybe any notes that might have been kind of a heavy conversation. Like today I I called my sibling and we had a deep conversation about life, you know, and you just want to um, kind of like, like release it. Um, you can either, you know, write about the day or write things down that's a brain dump or you can do a little bit of uh, gratitude and affirmations or, you know, positive thoughts, things like that. So you can write down I'm so grateful that I had three meals today. I'm grateful that my car didn't break down on the side of the road. I'm grateful that um, I was able to talk to my sibling on the phone today or whatever. Like, even if it's silly things that you're saying you're thankful for, I'm thankful that my hair didn't fall out, you know, whatever. Um, that practice, that art of gratitude is super important for staying grounded and present in the moment. And it can bring you to the space where you're just more at peace. So all of these you know, tips and tricks that I'm giving you are to bring your body to a very like peaceful state. If you're finding that journaling or writing things down is getting you agitated and brought up and you're like, Oh, I'm just angry. Like 
and you're not feeling that release of anger when you're writing it down and it just kind of works you up more, then it can be harder to fall asleep. So um, just kind of keep all of that in mind. So as you are, you know, slipping into bed and you've got your comfy jammies on or if you sleep in the nude, you're all good to go. Um, then, you know, that's the time to really focus on relaxing your physical body. So we can't really do much about our mind, um, especially if you're somebody that's like an overthinker with a lot of anxiety and stuff. Like there's different things that you can do, um, like other than counting sheep and things like that. But for your physical body, I would tell you to start with your face and your head and start to relax each muscle group and literally go head to toe relax your shoulders and your scapula and your lats and, and your lower back and, and your shoulders and your arms and, and your fingers, like literally go through and relax every part of your body and then go through it again. And so once you've let everything go and you just sink into the bed, whether you're a side sleeper, back sleeper, belly sleeper, whatever the case may be, then you may notice that like, as soon as you've released all the way down and you're focusing on your toes, Oh, your back's tight again. Like, so just go through that a couple times until you really feel like your whole body is just relaxed. And then as far as calming down the mind, you can always try different things like, um, repeating one sentence over and over again. And, um, that can be, you know, I'm getting all the sleep that I need tonight. I am so comfortable um, exactly where I need to be, you know, just something that is positive that pertains and, and can help you um, feel peace because everything about sleep and rest has to do with finding that peace and that nice, calm, comforting stage. If you go to bed and you're super excited and super happy and I can't wait till tomorrow because I'm going to have this big promotion and it's going to be so great, that can keep you up just as much as worrying about the news or, you know, somebody in the hospital, things like that. So just finding that nice middle ground, that nice peace at the end of the night can really help make a difference. And so, um, finally, since we are getting a little bit tight on time, this will be a little bit longer one, I think, um, you know, what, how are you going to wake up in the morning? Like, do you find that, uh, having dark room helps you sleep better? Does that, could it be different if you had the sun to help wake you up in the morning? There are these really cool lamps that you can buy that, um, are alarms that will, slowly brighten the room and it's much more of a natural happy way to wake up um some people like to wake up to music some people you know can do that god awful you know ugly alarm <laughs> and so figure out what's the best way for you there are apps that can wake you up gradually so that it's not just you know six alarms in the morning until you're finally up because every time you hit that snooze fall back asleep your body is going back into that 90 minute REM cycle and so then you're being forced out of that 90 minute REM cycle over and over again every time you hit snooze so Maybe I'll do another episode on waking up and kind of that morning routine and stuff like that. But hope that this gave you some different ideas, tips and tricks. Definitely a broad topic. Definitely a lot of these things that I could break down. So uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm always down for feedback and want to hear what you enjoyed about this particular episode. And stay tuned for more. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you haven't yet, please subscribe for more and leave a review. If you got something great out of today, please share with your family and friends. And as always, please remember to consult with your primary care provider if you have any questions or concerns. This podcast is meant to be educational and based off of my experience. Have a great day. You are unique and amazing and beautiful.